Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Finding a job is hard enough. Finding a job that you're interested in, coming up with a career path. But sometimes I think people don't even get past the first hurdle, especially if they don't know how to sell themselves, how to present themselves, how to dress, how to act. It's what they call the soft skills. Our our guest this morning is going to talk about one of the resources that is available in the Pittsburgh area to work on those soft skills. It's called Dress for Success. It's part of a national organization. And Liz Mims is joining us this morning. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. You'll you'll have to excuse me because you were making me laugh off the air and I'm, I'm fighting this little cold that's going around, and every time you make me laugh, I start to cough. Oh, so. we'll get ready to cough a whole lot. Get ready to cough a whole lot this morning. <laughs> no. Liz, what's your title with Dress for Success? So I've loved my journey with Dress for Success, so whenever someone asks me what my job is or my title is, I started as a branch manager going on four years ago in the Washington branch. We are in four physical locations, mm-hmm. so we do serve five counties out of four locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I progressed uh, about a year later to the branch manager in Allegheny. And that was a lot more convenient because I live in Pittsburgh. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, and now I'm the area director of our North Service area. So that would be Butler and Allegheny. Okay. Okay. Uh, area, area director, I'll, I'll get that title right at some Fine. point. The, the website is pittsburgh.dressforsuccess.org. And am I correct that it is a national group? It's actually worldwide. Oh, is it really? It is international. Um, we are um, always growing, always expanding. Um, Pittsburgh, the Dress for Success Pittsburgh affiliate specifically, has been in Pittsburgh since 2005. So okay. you do the math, and this year is our 15th, 15th anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, what does Dress for Success do? Oh, what don't we do? So really, we started um, out of the mind of a wonderful woman named Nancy Lublin, who I hope to meet one day. She has since gone on to create other amazing nonprofits. But she really started it in 97, actually. So uh, in New York, uh, she was a young woman. She uh, told a story of growing up where her father, who was a professional businessman, would tell her, Nancy, I, I always know who I'm going to hire as far as I was always a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so secretary, you know, back then when he was working um, before she even gets in the door. And Nancy thought, wow, he really has this great business acumen. What is that? How is that? Well, he said, I look at her. <laughs> I look at her when she gets out of the car. And based on that, I know if I'm going to hire her. And that was a wow moment for that a young really woman. really a wow moment. Yes. And so she couldn't shake that, that truth. And she realized, wow, this is probably happening everywhere. It's not just my dad. Most folks on the other side of hiring desks, especially back then, were men. Sure. And so what can I do with very limited funds and uh, limited business experience to combat a weird patriarchal system directly engaged in employment and uh, professional development. Mm -hmm. And so that was, she started this really with the close. She figured if that is something that can get somebody's foot in the door, if that's something that can give a woman a boost of confidence, Mm -hmm. um, encourage her and inspire her to see herself in a certain way, maybe that she hadn't seen herself before, perhaps you could start breaking down barriers 
crashing through glass ceilings. Um, and maybe it would, could start with something as simple as feeling confident in uh, making that first five second impression on someone like her dad who was judging that. So it's kind of crazy that we started to combat this patriarchal system. Uh, and we're still doing that. And it's funny, though, that people tend to focus on the clothing when they hear dress for success. Dress is the first thing. It's sure. Right. Um, it's such a small part. It's the very tip of the iceberg. It's an important part because clearly uh, it's pretty much illegal to not wear clothes, I would think. Um, so, I, you know. I, I suppose dress dress for the job that you want, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. Um, and so we really have evolved, which I love because that's what we as women do all the time. Uh, to focus on the clothing, yes, but the connections and the confidence. Um, and those are the things we believe uh, every woman deserves to ob- obtain and experience her version of success. And the clothing and the connections and the confidence is what we do specifically. So, yes, it is the clothing. Mm-hmm. There's a boutique at every location. When we get to go to our worldwide conferences and it's different places, we're hoping because we are like in much more exotic places than like Pittsburgh. <laughs> we haven't gone to any of those yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you're should, saying Pittsburgh isn't exotic to you? I mean, you know what? For me, yes. Oh, okay. It, I mean, oh, okay. Pittsburgh, Hawaii, one in the same. One in the same. Yeah, one sure. in the same. Sure. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't mind going to the Hawaii location. Um, but whenever we get to go to these conferences, the best part is meeting women from all over, from Dublin, mm-hmm. you know, sure. um, from all over the world from Japan who are doing the same exact work with the same exact purpose for women um, and having boutiques at all these locations, but also having things like resource centers where they can build their resumes. Um, A big part of what we do is connecting to other organizations and and nonprofit and community partners. So um, include, and then also corporate partners, Uh, Accenture um, is a wonderful corporate partner of ours, and they enabled us to have and build a connections resource center at every one of our four branches. So any woman that comes is told, hey, while you're here, if you have to work on a resume, Accenture actually provides free resume reviews. Okay. I actually did it a few years ago because, okay. you know, hadn't looked at my resume sure. in four years. Sure. It was wonderful. So they provide that, but they also provided the actual funds to have laptops, to have workspaces and workstations for women. So even if they just have to Google stuff about um, – their their home, about their neighborhood, about jobs, um, getting comfortable with navigating technology, which is we, we take that for granted. But mm-hmm. not everybody has a smartphone and not, not everybody has a computer at home, uh, meaning their children don't have access to that stuff. So once again, it's a cycle of creating access, which we believe offers greater opportunity to obtain success. Liz Mims is area director for Allegheny and Butler counties for uh, Pittsburgh's branch of Dress for Success. You can find them at pittsburgh.dressforsuccess.org. Uh, you can also, I'm assuming there's a telephone number? There are several, okay. but our main telephone number for our Allegheny branch is area code 412 412- Two zero one four two zero four, and you can contact um, someone there, and they'll be able to direct you whether you want to donate, whether you want to volunteer. We have a huge volunteer base that we love. Um, whether you want to work with us to receive services. Um, Whatever you need, we're there. I want to talk a little bit more later on in the half hour about these volunteer opportunities. And, and you, we should mention that you're in, you mentioned Washington. You're also down in uh, Fayette, the Uniontown area. Correct. And okay. then Butler as well okay. and Allegheny. So okay. um, we do have, we do rely on our volunteer support base a lot because we're a nonprofit. We're a small but mighty team of women. Mm-hmm. But um, to, to just give you a really brief uh, <laughs> 
uh, paint a brief picture, we served about 4,000 women in 2019, okay. right? When we started in 2005, that year we served 69 women. Here we are, 15 years later, we 4, have 000. branched to 4,000. So we're seeing you know, anywhere between four and 500 women per month uh, across all those locations. And we have a team of you know twelve women yeah. <laughs> doing all this, including the ones like me who get to do the fun, you know, keeping the gears shifting kind of work. <laughs> uh, so the volunteers are the ones who are doing so much of that hands-on, face-to-face, priceless work. Uh, let's talk about you for a minute. We, we were speaking off the air. You're not originally from Pittsburgh. You're from where? The Bronx. Okay, you're yeah, from the Bronx, South Bronx, and then via Philly. Well, yeah, my mother was from Philly, so we eventually made it back to the suburbs of Philadelphia. Okay. Um, so for high school, I was there, wound up at IUP. Okay. Um, first person in my family to go to college. Congratulations. So thank you. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, it was kind of, I didn't know what I was doing, but mm-hmm. it sounded like a good idea, and a lot of people were doing it. Uh, so I went for that, and then I'm glad I did, because I met wonderful friends uh, and wound up, that's how I wound up in Pittsburgh. Um, a friend from Pittsburgh introduced me to an organization, a nonprofit, mm-hmm. back in 99 or 98. And I came here a couple summers, worked for this organization uh, in the Hill District, and then they offered me a job. So when I graduated in 02 from IUP, I moved right to Pittsburgh. I got uh, lived in Oakland, so that's really all I knew of Pittsburgh for a long time. Left and then missed it so much and came back. So I've been in Pittsburgh off and on since 2002. We're, we're going to talk a little bit more in the next segment about exactly what Dress for Success uh Pittsburgh does and what Dress for Success around the world does. But is the job hunting process, is, are the, the standards, the, the expectations different in New York City versus Philadelphia versus Pittsburgh versus Dublin, for instance? <laughs> um, that's actually a really great question. And I'm sh- I don't know if you'd read the Gender Equity Commission. Um, they released their report. Uh, it was in much warmer weather than this. I remember sitting outside reading it last mm-hmm. year. And um, so if you refer to that, um, the numbers are pretty stark in terms of comparing Pittsburgh to other cities mm-hmm. uh, in, in all kinds of things. But that includes an employment opportunities and advancement specifically for women. Mm-hmm. And then when you get down to it, women of color. Yeah. So it's sobering, but it's true. Yeah, I would say that Pittsburgh is it's tougher there. It's tougher Still. here. It's tougher here for a lot of reasons. Um Specifically, if you are a, a woman of color, specifically, I shouldn't say this, if you're a black woman, mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. So um, that is something that even at the last conference that I was at, so this was two years ago, um, we wound up talking with some folks from Ohio. I remember talking with some folks from Ohio, Vegas, which is where the conference was from. While they see, of course, the inequities mm-hmm. there, um, it was really interesting when we talked about the demographics we serve, the stories we hear. They were a lot harder to hear coming from the Pittsburgh perspective for folks in terms of black women and what they face overall, which of course the overall is going to impact their economic and professional journeys when there's other things that are so out of whack systemically for them, so stacked. Um, And so we are serving whole people, which is a big part of why I love um, our work and our mission, because it's not just the clothes. If you're coming to us as a woman, they're intersectionally speaking, at least 10 other 12 other things that you are bringing with you. And so when we talk about connections, well, what else? What else can we connect you to? Because we can't be everything to everyone. Nobody can. 
nor would we. So in order to give them the best of what they deserve and not the rest of it, the best of it, not the rest of it is what I always say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to build those connections because maybe Center for Women, Women has something for you that we can't. Women's Center and Shelter. Mm-hmm. There could be um, Mon Valley Initiative, you mm-hmm. know, all the, all the Turtle Creek MHMR. Mm-hmm. There are so many wonderful things in Pittsburgh. And a big part of my role is building those authentic relationships with other people doing amazing things. Being kind of a navigator. Absolutely. And doing more than a soft handoff if possible. Sometimes it's just a matter of, hey, I need to figure out this transportation situation with my bus pass. I don't have the answer to that. I know who does. So let's call so-and-so directly Mm -hmm. and speak to her. And we find that we do that quite a bit. We have to take a 30-second break. When we come back, let's talk about kind of the nitty-gritty specifically of what Dress for Success does, and then later on in the half hour, um, for people who are interested in a volunteer opportunity or helping or connecting their group or their organization with Dress for Success, um, what are some ways for them to accomplish that, okay? Perfect. Liz Mims is Area Director for Allegheny County and Butler County. I believe it's North Area Director um, for Dress for Success. You can find them online at dressforsuccess.org. You can call the Allegheny County office at 412-201-4204, but they also have branches in Butler, Fayette, and Washington County. From the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation here in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. Years ago, I interviewed uh, women who were majoring in computer science at Carnegie Mellon University. And, and one thing that stuck out in my mind um, was um, one woman told me that she feels like she can't win. If she shows up for a job interview uh, or one of her computer science classes, she said, and she was dressed too femininely, people would tease her that, well, why are you dressed up? Who are you showing off for? But if she showed up dressed like most of the men in the class in sweatpants or a sweatshirt and khakis, they would look at her and say, oh, well, you can't even bother to get dressed up for a job interview. And it was just like, I can't win either way. <laughs> Whereas guys can get up in the morning and, and put on the blue button-down shirt and the khakis every single day of the week if they want to, or the polo shirt and jeans every single day of the week if they want to, the, the women felt like no matter what, there was this tiny needle that they had to try to thread every day is this this is you having looked for a job as a woman in the workplace (laughs) you go through this sure Uh um i would say just being a woman uh who's alive (laughs) we go through this um (laughs) i I told you i was you were gonna make me laugh and i was gonna start to cough um yeah it's uh there's a great meme and i wish i could remember what the context was of it but uh, everyone's gonna know who's seen it is a picture of beyonce dressed to the hilt gorgeous (laughs) you know gorgeous gown i mean huge gown you can feel like five beyonce's under the gown and then ed sheeran in like a hoodie (laughs) guitar same event same stage space and they just said this is just a perfect example of the, <laughs> the outrageous double standard of, of expectations for women versus men when it comes to showing up 
for a job. Well, any you know, we just had the Grammys here uh, a, f- a few days ago while we're taping this, and the guys show up in, other than Billy Porter, show up in a tux or a black suit or a gray suit, and, and the women are expected. Who, who was it that showed up in a dress that she bought at Dillard's? Oh, I didn't even hear about somebody, that. Somebody showed up in a dress that they that they apparently bought off the rack at Dillard's, and there was outrage oh. on you know Twitter and Instagram that how dare she just show wow. up in this. $400 dress from Dillard's. Wow. So <laughs> so that's the thing that I always think is tricky, too, is um, I, I remember leaving my my initial interview with Dress for Success in an outfit I got. I mostly shop at the Goodwill, and I have for about 20 years now, because why wouldn't you? And I really was making minimum wage. I didn't have a lot of money. You know, I could have, I didn't know it then, I could have gotten a referral and, and gotten suited there. Sure. Didn't even know it, and we'll go into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had probably $12 to really spare on something, so I knew I know how to thrift, so went to Salvation Army on their half off day, got an outfit for about seven bucks, including the shoes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wore to every interview that I did over that those couple weeks. And I remember leaving the Dress for Success one and was like being catcalled. And I was in a suit. You know, I mean, it, it's bizarre. Um, there, it really doesn't matter what you're putting on your body as a woman. You are, it is that fine line that we didn't create that you feel like you have to tightrope walk every day. So in order to not be harassed, in order to not be made fun of, in order to not be catcalled, in order to not be hit on, really doesn't matter. It is, um, yeah, it can be very infuriating. Let me, okay, so let me, I I do want to get into the the nitty gritty more of what uh, Dress for Success does, but let me, let me throw a curveball at you or play devil's advocate. Um, is is dress for success by helping women uh, work on their their presentation, uh, both their soft skills, how they talk and, and interact with an employer, but also their appearance, their physical appearance. Are they buying into that patriarchy? Are they reinforcing the the the, the negative uh, uh, environment that women looking for jobs already are going into? One of the first things that we tell volunteers. Um when they start, especially when they're going to start uh, as a personal shopper for a client, the first question they ask is not, what size are you? We're not even to ask that, first of all. Mm-hmm. We ask, what r- range have you been comfortable in in the past? And let's start there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's comfort. Do you feel comfortable? And that's what it comes down to. So, A, we're not going to have anything at the boutique that wouldn't be considered you know, business casual, first of all. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, uh, that's a huge help because it can be very overwhelming to even think, well, what the heck is even, I don't know, what do I even wear? What's, right. what's a- appropriate, so to speak? Um, so we're, we're already fine tuning um, what the inventory is um, so that it takes, like I say, I'd like to tell folks, it, it will take a quiet back seat to what comes out of your mouth, what you're thinking about, what your resume says. Um, who you actually are, your actual personal brand. That's something else that we talk about a lot. Your brand is all the things that you have control over in the face of a lot of things that you don't, like your uh, skin color, the fact that you're a woman, the fact that you might be otherly abled, your gender identity, all these things that it's not a matter of choice. It's a matter of who you are, your identity, um, that you can be and will be judged on. Zero control over other people's biases. But you have 100% control over things like being on time, making eye contact, um, your uh, your commitment to your professional and personal development. Those are things you have control over. And so we really focus on, okay, we understand there's going to be things. You're, if you're a felon, you know, we work with women who are, sure. a, a, quote, unquote, offenders. Um, they're reentering. And it's some of my favorite groups and communities of women to work with because – 
talk about having to choose, make difficult choices to do things like get clean, Mm -hmm. to start over, starting literally from scratch with all of this stigma. And I'm sure so many women feel in that situation that they have a big neon sign on their head that says felon. Sure. And we always tell them, you do not. You have a choice in how to present yourself. So be comfortable in how you look. Um, Be comfortable with what you have to bring to the table. We say sometimes fake it till you make it because then you'll make it, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, it's worked for me. Sometimes it's just putting that suit on or that whatever. And you see it's, it's almost like seeing someone remember who they are. People say, oh, it's so great. You give them confidence. We don't give anyone confidence. I truly believe everyone's born with it. If you look at a child, they think the world revolves around them. You cannot <laughs> tell a five-year-old anything, you know, that anything about themselves that they don't already think they're great. But especially as girls, and then when we get, especially as brown girls, and as black girls, and Mm -hmm. as queer girls, that gets really buried really fast by systemic patriarchy and oppression and expectations on beauty standards. And you start to lose, you forget, you just forget how great you are, as you are. And so we have the really um, huge privilege of watching women remember who they are. That's what it is. It's almost like a light goes off and they see themselves. And even though it's just an outfit. Sometimes for folks, it's the first time they put something on for themselves, got something new for themselves in a long time. Whether they have kids or not, it's just not a priority Um, when it comes to other things like your mental health, (laughs) your financial health, your relationships, keeping a roof over your head, all those things. So um, we get to watch women remember who they are. That's a privilege. Um, And so I think that's where the power part comes in. So I don't think we're feeding into it saying you should or you have to. Conform to a certain... Who are you? Yeah. Where are you comfortable? What do you have to bring to the table? Because you can dress perfectly for the part and still not get the job. And it may have nothing to do with you. And in some cases, it, it does have to do with things like bias. It has to do yeah. with like an old boys club. And there's no way. Okay, well, what's another way then? How can we get the foot in the door to kick the door down, to break the building down? How can we Oprah it out, as I like to say? And that's what we do. (laughs) We have, unfortunately, another break to take. The time goes quickly. When we come back from this break, let's talk um, a a little bit about your sort of intake process. If someone needs help, they're going out, they're reentering the workforce, maybe after losing a job, after uh, uh, being involved in the criminal justice system, after a divorce, after whatever the situation is, and, and and they need that extra boost, how they reach out to you, and then how do volunteers reach out to you, okay? Yes. Liz Mims is area director for the Allegheny County and Butler County branches of Dress for Success. You can find out more information by going to pittsburgh.dressforsuccess.org, or you can call them at 412-201-4204. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up here. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. A lot of people maybe don't have, you know, you you don't learn that necessarily in high school. You don't even necessarily learn that if you go to college or trade school or university. How how do you present yourself in a professional setting? What is is a professional attitude? Right. Oh, thank God. We're seeing a lot of, we go to a lot of schools. Mm So when I mentioned personal branding earlier, um, one of my favorite things to do because I got a mouth, as you can tell, and I like to talk with it. <laughs> you're very uh, good at it. Yes. Uh, oh, I like to think so. Yeah. Uh, is go to schools, high schools, trade schools, uh, vocational schools, mm-hmm. and uh, along with everywhere else. But talk to them about personal branding, which mm-hmm. a lot of them have never heard of. And that's when I break it down to the things that you will never be able to control. We get into those little nitty gritty things like the physical components of who you are to the things you can. 
and why it matters, um, because it's it is something you can control, and it is what you're putting out there to the world in terms of what you want. You're mm-hmm. kind of setting your intentions with your brand, um, and that could look different for everyone. And so um, that is a big part of it. And I'm happy to see that there are schools, there are so many, at least in Pittsburgh and the surrounding areas, that really are have things like career exploration, work study programs, things like that, and then as well as professional and personal ve- development. So I've found myself doing probably at least 40 presentations in the last couple years at different in high schools, which has been great. So, um, and a lot of the kids at first, they're like, well, I no, I don't need it. And then when they realize what it really is about, it is about you. It's not about conforming. It's about creating. They get into it. And I love that. Um, when we mention schools, mm-hmm. a lot of people hear our mission and they think it's just women, you know, women. Well, that was just about to ask that. Is there help for uh, young men as well? So it is women. Okay. Um, we do uh, have uh, folks that we can refer for men. Oh, there okay. is something amazing. Uh, that Charlotte Hayward actually uh, created called Cam's Closet or Craig's Closet. I'm sorry. So Cam's mom, Craig's Closet's great. And they can, it's craigscloset.org. I believe that they can go on and reach out to her. And they work with high school young men actually to get them like the the tie, the nice shirt, teach them about the presentation. Um, When we say women, we've suited 13 year old young ladies um, for making presentation. They they had to do a presentation in front of the class and they had to dress nicely. And that was the directive. And so we got to go. We are mobile. And that's something a lot of folks don't know. And so we've been mobile for years, meaning we would uh, talk to a woman who would get referred to us. A referral can come for any woman. There is zero uh, income restrictions for who we serve. Very rare. Okay. We don't care. It's not about that. If you're a woman, you are a female identified human being. You can come see us. So trans and queer people, I think you, you mentioned that already, but it's Absolutely. already been covered. But yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am. Every okay. woman, like Shaka Khan. Every woman. And so they get a referral from any nonprofit. Mm. That could be a work-related re- nonprofit. United Way 211, their, uh, their uh, phone line there is great. 211 is wonderful. It's a one-stop shop. Uh, if they're not already connected, PA Career Link. But we have so many great partners. Mon Valley Initiative has mm-hmm. been oh amazing. Um, the EARN programs, you name mm. it. They simply get a referral if they don't already have one. They can reach us at that number Mm -hmm. to do that. And they make the referral. Literally, it's one piece of paper. It's the organization's name. So we can keep contact with them and we know who our partners are. And it's the woman's name, her contact information, unless her contact information isn't available. Then we call the the agency. And within two days, we call her. We make the appointment. She comes to see us. If it's the instance that this is a mobile event, that is something that we coordinate with agencies. So that's with university campuses. We do that with uh, Earn in Wilkinsburg, Earn in McKeesport. Um, we have a mobile event going on today. We go to Program for Offenders. We, we go all over. And this is in all the counties. Mm-hmm. This is something that we started because there would be women that couldn't get to us. Car broke down, whatever. Or they didn't have the time. And so we now have two mobile units, one north, one south. Um, they are essentially mobile closets. They are wonderful. They are beautiful, fully stocked. They're like, like trailers. They're they're not as big as that. They're Ford Transit F-150. Okay. Um, we drive them. We're great at it. Okay. High, multi-talented. And uh, we take them where they're needed. Okay. So the mobile events are, are great for that, too. And agencies. Like, book, like a book mobile. Only yes. It's a, only we, it's an appearance mobile. Yes. And okay. we did. Um, right. It's a confidence mobile, John. Confidence um, So we actually did an event. We do so many. We do three to four months. Uh-huh. Uh, Housing Authority, City of Pittsburgh. They've been so great. Mm-hmm. So we went to a play uh, one of their events, and it was a community kind of service event. 
event. We set up. We um, really bring things out and into wherever the space is. So, like I said, she's more of a mobile closet. Okay. Stores the stuff. Yeah. We bring it in. Um, and the bookmobile was there. The storymobile okay. was there. there. It was great. So kids were there to get books. Moms were there to get the clothes. Um, and that was once again through a nonprofit. So if you are a nonprofit, if you're affiliated, that could be a faith-based institution. I was just going to say. So if somebody can ask you if they've got a church or a school, yes. and they say, "Hey, we've we've got a number of people here who need yes. this help." Absolutely, you can come out. Absolutely. So okay. we can come out to do a mobile for eight or more women, uh-huh. um, and if it's less than that, we can work with that too. Because we want to create access. We are just about out of time. In the last uh, minute or so that we have left, if somebody's listening to the, us um, and they'd like to help, a, a lot of women who are in business or in academia, um, they want to try to give that hand up to the next person to kind of help them, the next person up the ladder. How can they? How can they help? And, and what's the first step for them? I would say first step, just contact us. Okay. You can email me directly okay. at elizabeth at dressforsuccesspittsburgh.org. Okay. That is all spelled out. Of course, go to the website mm-hmm. pittsburgh.dressforsuccess.org, and okay. you can get all the email information. Reach out. We need volunteers for everything from student clients to okay. going to mobiles to sorting donations. We also have an amazing thing called the Monthly Giving Club, which I'm a member of, and I work I work here, and that shows you how much I believe in it. Monthly Giving Club is great because it's a way to give for folks who work full-time, mm-hmm. um, even if it's 10 bucks a month, 25 a month, you know exactly where it's going. And there are great benefits to the Monthly Giving Club as well, special events and things for Giving Club, giving club members and a great way to network as well professionally. Um, but reach out, connect with us. We're here and um, we we love every single volunteer that comes through. They are We have a wonderful volunteer community, a wonderful community of women that we serve and our doors are beyond wide open. Uh, 412-201-4204. Liz, thank you again so much for coming in. Thank you so much. This was a great time. And thank you all for listening today to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.